What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Early Risers podcast. I'm your host, Skylar Deem, and I am an early riser. Now, if you are a first-time listener to the show, I'd just like to welcome you. This show is all about helping you live a more effective life, and that could be with mindset, that could be with health, that could be with energy, really anything that allows you to take your life to that next level. And it's called the Early Risers Podcast because I truly believe that an early riser is someone who wants more out of their life. You know, to me, you don't have to wake up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. It really doesn't matter what time you wake up in order to be an early riser. All you have to do is wake up earlier than you have to and use that time to actually push yourself to be better. So to develop a morning routine that allows you to get ahead in life, to develop every single day. So if you wake up at 9 a.m. to get to work and you decide to wake up at 5 a.m. and for those four hours you kind of just lay around, you're on your phone, you're not really an early riser in my books. But on the other hand, if you wake up at 8 p.m. to get to the night shift on time and you wake up at 7.30 p.m. and for those 30 minutes you create some sort of a morning routine that pushes you to get better, whether that is practicing gratitude, moving, meditating, just something that allows you to be better, you are an early riser. So welcome back to the show. If you are a routine listener, happy to have you as always. So this episode is a really exciting one for me because we have someone on the show that I've known for the past, oh man, it's been about maybe like a year and a half, and we've never actually met in real life, but I've created a relationship with her over the internet. We've kind of been supporting each other in our own journeys, Um, but this week's guest is Brenda Valenzuela. So after a lifetime of having a bad relationship with food, three years ago, Brenda decided that enough was enough. She changed her lifestyle and slowly started changing from the inside out. She went from eating out every day to avoiding events and missing out on life out of fear of gaining weight back. And she realized that, you know, she needed balance, so she found it. Now she wants to help others do the same, find their happy balance in nutrition, in fitness, and life in general. Everything is connected and it's absolutely possible. Now, Brenda's account caught my attention on Instagram because of just the huge, huge transformation that she's made. Um, She talks about how much weight she weighed in the past. She talks about how much weight she's lost, but at this point, she's lost over 100 pounds, and she looks awesome, and she's still going. You know, She built this momentum, and she's turned this really life into a lifestyle. She has cultivated these habits that have allowed her to get to this point in life. So I really, really enjoyed our conversation. I really hope you enjoy it as well. If you want to see anything from today's show, you can check the show notes at earlyrisersmovement.com slash ERM53, or you can just find them wherever you're listening. So on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever the show notes are located there. So without further ado, this is going to be an awesome episode. Be sure to take notes because this is really how your mindset should be when it comes to life. It's all about you know making sure that everything is connected, making sure that you're giving enough attention to what matters. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the show. So today's special guest is Brenda Valenzuela. How are you today, Brenda? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Super, super excited to have you on the show. It's been a long time coming. I'm very (laughs) excited for you to share your story, to talk about what you're doing, and really just to dive into it. Um, 
Do you mind kind of just starting us off sharing about yourself, who you are, kind of how you got to where you are and a little bit about what you're doing? Absolutely. Uh, well, um, I live in Arizona. I am, uh, I don't know. I think I'm, people could still consider me a millennial because of who I am, of my, you know, my, my energy, but I am not a millennial. <laughs> I'm more of a generation Xer, <laughs> but I attract a lot of uh, positive energy because of who I've become. Uh, the person that I used to be is, uh, like long gone um just to explain about three years ago almost three years ago i decided i needed to change my life um i had actually emotional eaten myself into morbid obesity i was um, weighing about 465 pounds and uh that was terrifying to me because i caused myself a lot of issues um uh, it's um, body and you know um sleep disorders and I decided it was time for me to make a change on that. And uh, what I did, uh, just one day, I just went cold turkey. <laughs> I cut out everything, bad vibes, you know, um, negative energy in my life. I let it all go. Um, I cut out a lot of people who didn't need to be there, who were dragging me down. Um, I also, you know, uh, joined, a member joined a gym, got a membership. I started eating healthy. And in less than a year, I lost 100 pounds. And I'm almost three years in now, almost. And March will be my three-year anniversary on this, on this journey. And I've lost 175 pounds right now. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm doing really well. I have decided um, this past year, I decided that uh, my journey has inspired enough people because I get enough people reaching out to me on Instagram and on Facebook that... I felt that I was at a place where I could do some coaching of people. I've been helping people like randomly, um, family members, friends. <laughs> um, I've been telling them, you know, giving them advice on what I've done, what's worked for me. And uh, especially when it comes to nutrition, I feel that that is an area where so many people need help. Food is such a big deal in our life. And so many people have no idea what to do with nutrition when it comes to weight loss. Um, they just follow trends or fads and that's not sustainable. So I, my approach when it comes to nutrition and weight loss is for it to be sustainable. So there's flexibility and that's what's worked the best for me in the last year. And that's where I've seen the most results. I gained a lot of strength in the gym. I have uh, gained a lot of muscle, which is why my weight loss slowed down, but it's a trade-off for the muscle, which I'm good with that because that's my main goal for me. My main goal going into this was to be a fit badass. That was <laughs> the first thing I said. Like when I first, uh, when I got my very first online coach, he asked me, what is your goal? And I told him, I want to be a fit badass. So I'm still aiming at that. And I feel like I'm halfway there. <laughs> Yeah. but I'm working on it every day. I work on it. <laughs> yeah. And that's amazing. And there's so much to dive into there from the before to the during and talking about just the future and the after. Um, but I'm curious, like when you made that decision to change, obviously exercise and nutrition were a big part of that. Yes. Did you kind of have that, that knowledge bank in place? Like, did you know what you were doing with your food and with your exercise or was that something where 
you kind of made the decision to change and then you had to go out and kind of get all that knowledge? I had no clue what I was doing. Mm. <laughs> um, being active was never something that was part of my life. I was uh, more of a brain than I was somebody who would like to be outside and, you know, being in nature or anything of that sort. I was a reader and I still am. I'm a bookworm. Um, I actually have my little tripod stacked up on five books right now so <laughs> <laughs> that are on my list for this year. So, um, yeah, so I, I prefer, I've always been that way. You know, I was, I was a, a kid that was a loner and um, awkward. I still am super awkward, which I'm good with. Uh, I don't care about fitting in anymore. You know, I'm that person that I will always stand out and I'm good with that. But I did some research, um, but, you know, I was completely lost when it came to the gym and knowing what to eat to for me to reach certain goals. Like I plateaued after six weeks of being on my own, you know, a little nutrition plan. So that's, um, I started... I started following a lot of fitness accounts on Instagram and I saw a few of them were like online coaches and I paid closer attention to them to see their lifestyle, to see if they were actually practicing what they preached. Because to me, that's important. I don't ever want to associate myself with somebody or do business with somebody who preaches something and then does something else. So I'm not that type of person. If you, if I tell you I'm eating for you to eat healthy, it's because I'm also eating healthy. I would never, put myself out there showing something that I'm not. <laughs> mm. So um, I started, I reached out to an online coach um, and I did a 12 week program with him. And in those 12 weeks that I worked with him, I lost um, close to 40 pounds. Wow. Uh, yeah. I was, yeah. He, he whipped my butt <laughs> when it came <laughs> to the workouts. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't know what the heck what I was doing at first, but I got the hang of it. I got, hurt multiple times because I had, didn't have anybody spotting me. I didn't, I did everything on my own. You know, I was at the gym by myself every single time and I still am. I don't work out with anybody, but now I know what I'm doing. So mm -hmm. there's less injuries. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I ended up doing uh, two back-to-back -back programs with him and working with him. I lost close to 70 pounds. Wow. So That's then amazing. after that, I felt his approach towards the, you know, coaching wasn't what, was working for me anymore so I decided to do things on my own and after a while again I hit a plateau because I continued doing what he taught me and I needed something different and I didn't really have the knowledge and I hadn't taken the time to do all the research because I was working a full-time job and um, I made friends with other people in fitness and uh, especially other coaches and I ended up working with a different coach who had a completely different approach from the previous one I worked with. He was more hands-on. Um, he, he was always checking on me, you know, making recommendations, uh, change this, fix that. How about this? How let's try this diet. Uh, let's, try, let's try this other uh, way of eating. Um, let's cut back on this. Let's add this. And the other coach wasn't doing that. It was like a one-week check-in and it was an email. Lord, this guy was texting me constantly, <laughs> mm. which was good, which was what I needed because I had no idea what I was doing. I was just kind of following what had been written for me when I was still over 400 pounds and that wasn't me anymore. So um, that's when my muscle game kicked into gear with the second coach 
because I started doing things differently. I started ex experimenting with different exercises. I was no longer like in this gym rut. Um, I met more people that were in the fitness industry. Um, I started uh, following more people who were more into the um, sp spirituality end of things, the holistic, you know. Um, I started eating differently. I got more into um, like organic foods, uh, <laughs> things that were good for your body, not that, not just feed it, you know, but that are actually feeding it properly. So I think I've made a really big mental switch in the past year. Mm. Um, and that's why I'm seeing more progress now than I have before. Mm. So. Do you think that mental switch has to do with the momentum you've been building? Cause I mean, I've been following you for, well, it's probably been over a year now that we've kind of just yeah. known each other online. Um, but do you think that it's just been the consistency that you've been building and kind of the people you're surrounded with and, you know, the overall process, or do you think it was something else? No, I, th I definitely think it's uh, definitely that I mm -hmm. have been uh, consistently uh, been surrounding myself with positive energy. You know, I, like I said, I, I got rid of all the, neg the negativity in my life. Um, when I first started this journey, I did not want to continue having that. It was so toxic for me uh, before. And I just, I lived in it. Mm. And I, I, that's one thing that I will not allow in my life anymore is negative energy. I don't care if it's from friends. I don't care if it's from coworkers. I don't care if it's from family. I will cut it. I will tell them you need to quit <laughs> because mm. I am not putting up with that. So um, for me, uh, having positive energy in my life is the biggest thing. Mm. So that, that's what I look for. Um, that's what I look for in people that I meet. That's what I look for in potential clients too, because uh, negativity isn't going to get them very far in their journey. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the mindset of someone who's been on the other side. Um, and that's something I definitely want to dive into is like the before, because people, yeah. you know, who, who really do make the most drastic changes, they're the ones who've seen the other side and they don't want to be there anymore. Right. Um, so just from like my point of view um, of curiosity, you know, I was raised in a very healthy household. Um, my parents ate healthy. They modeled like the ideal health lifestyle. So I don't really understand the other side of not being taught that stuff. Like that's just not something that, you know, I've, I've come in contact with. Um, do you kind of remember like growing up and like gaining weight was there a point where you kind of realized it was happening and you couldn't stop it or was it just like something you you didn't even pay any attention to well healthy eating wasn't something i was taught growing up mm -hmm. it's um you know i i i don't know if you're familiar with mexican food but <laughs> i grew up eating homemade mexican food every day you know mm -hmm. that's that's what it was and mostly everything is fried so the there was no i, I didn't catch when it came to any healthy eating or teaching that. My parents were actually born and raised in Mexico. Uh, they immigrated here in uh, the late 60s, early 70s. And um, they actually met here, not in Mexico. <laughs> wow. So yeah, um, when I was born, I was brought up to eat whatever was in front of you. You know, otherwise you don't eat anything. So whatever was put in front of me, I ate, and that was my nutrition. And most of the time it was like refried beans and homemade tortillas every day, which is amazing, you know, yes, but <laughs> Definitely. Um, 
not exactly the best for your body or your mind. Um, I grew up eating a lot of sugar too. Like sugar is my weakness. Oh my God, sugar is my weakness. And also happen to be a very good baker. So that doesn't help either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, as at home, I was not taught to eat healthy. And uh, when I got to school, actually Spanish was my first language. And I only knew Mexican food until I started school. Mm-hmm. When I started school, the first time I ever had a taste of American food was cafeteria school, cafeteria food at school. <laughs> and even the pizza at school was amazing to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you remember pizza at school was like, definitely. Yeah, it's not good. But I thought it was amazing because it was not Mexican food and it was different. So I started liking all these other foods that were also not healthy for me. I wasn't, and I didn't know it wasn't healthy for me. I didn't know there was such a thing as eating healthy. There was, it was just eating mm. for me. It was just eating. And I was a chubby kid. I, then I became a, a you know, a chubby adult, a teenager. Then I became an uh, overweight adult and slowly like I was bullied growing up and I was bullied at school and I was bullied in my family for being the one that was different because everyone else was like smaller Mm. and I was always the one that was on the bigger side so I was I had a lot of horrible nicknames (laughs) from people at school and with my family Um, so uh, that really affected me and it gave me a low self-esteem so having a low self-esteem, I didn't care about myself. Mm -hmm. So anytime somebody, you know, attacked me verbally that way, I started emotional eating. So that is definitely how I dug myself into that hole. And no one ever stopped me because they didn't know what I was feeling because I never talked about my feelings. I wasn't an open person when I was growing up. I was the youngest of six kids. So by the time I came around, my parents were tired. (laughs) (laughs) So my sisters had already put this to the ringer. So um, I I was a very quiet kid and I just kept to myself. I didn't really tell anybody I was being bullied. I didn't tell anybody I was being bullied in my family. So yeah, I just kept eating. Anytime somebody attacked me verbally, I just ate. Mm. to make myself feel better yeah and that's uh that's just that cycle is just unbelievable like it, how yeah. people get trapped in it and i'm yeah. i'm sure it's like such a difficult thing to escape but when you did make the decision to change was it one moment that you remember or was it kind of just over time you you became fed up with things i got the switch happened overnight mm. it really did like i woke up one morning and uh, i remember i was in my old apartment and it was on New Year's Day of 2016. It wow. was New Year's Day of 2016. Um, I remember um, I had a closet that was like a big mirror. The door was a giant mirror. And I just rolled over in bed and I looked at myself and I saw myself just laying there. And I just looked sad. And, you know, I just laid there thinking like, why do I look sad? I just, you know, I have a good job. I am making good money. I have everything I need, but I look sad. And I, that was the first time I just sat there and thought to myself and looked in. I didn't do that. 
I refuse to. I also actually refuse to look myself in the in the eyes when I looked in the mirror. I never mm -hmm. did. Every time I looked in the mirror, I looked I looked everywhere else, but I not I did not look myself in the eye when I when I looked in the mirror. And that's because I was afraid to. I knew that looking what was looking back at me wasn't something that I was happy with. So I didn't look myself in the eye for many, many years when I looked in the mirror. And um, that morning I did, and I couldn't avoid it. And I looked in and I, I realized that I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy where, with, where I was at with my body. I wasn't happy where my life was headed with, um, you know, career-wise relationships. Uh, I wasn't happy with me. You know, I, I didn't love myself like I'm supposed to. So I decided that day that I was going to make changes. So um, I had my lease um, expiring in my apartment within three months. By that March, I had to be out of there. So that's when I said, you know, when I leave the apartment, I am going to change things around. Only because it was a transition from one place to another. So it, it would be a perfect opportunity for me to clean out my house and that's exactly what I did when I came over to this new place I didn't bring any of the snacks there was no cookies no chips nothing in my pantry that would be tempting me into eating myself into that into that obesity you know mm. so um, I only allowed healthy food in my house until this day I still do that I I do eat things that are you know indulgent but I don't keep them at home Hmm. If I crave something, I go get it and I eat it and then I'm done. <laughs> hmm. And that's something that I, I do want to touch on because I think it's super important, um, especially with like the diet mentality. People have this idea that you have to eat 100% clean all the time. And if you right. eat anything off that diet plan, you're a failure. Right. And I think that contributes to, again, you, you feel bad about yourself and then you start emotionally eating. Um, so I love if you could just speak on your philosophy of how you eat because i i love the idea i do want to talk about your brand for the love of eating and everything that you're building um but can we just start by just you know your your overall philosophy with food and how to eat absolutely well i used to have like i said a, a very unhealthy relationship with food it was i it was my crutch whenever i was happy i ate when i was sad i ate when i was angry i ate any feeling i ate <laughs> really um but now um, I've, I've learned to channel my feelings into other things. The gym, for instance, you know, if, if I'm feeling uh, stressed out or anything of, of that sort, the moment I feel that I'm reaching for food that it, and I'm not hungry, I ask myself first, are you actually hungry? And if I'm not, then I have something else going on. Mm -hmm. So I, I'll sit there and think about it. And uh, in this past year, I actually started meditating, which has been a great escape for me too, like a mm -hmm. great way to reset my day. I'll do it randomly during the day when I'm at work because uh, work can get stressful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I will take five minutes out like, okay, I need to go reset because these people are driving me crazy. So <laughs> I, will I will randomly take like five minutes and just uh, do a little breathing exercise. And um, it's been absolutely helpful for me. So um, for me, that's been the biggest question. Whenever I feel that I'm that that I'm eating, that I need to eat when I when I don't, 
mm. have to, I ask myself, are you actually hungry? If I am, then I will eat. <laughs> mm. But if I'm not, then I, I'm, I, I look for other answers within myself. Like, why are you reaching for this, for this candy bar? You know, why do you want this? What happened to trigger this? I look for triggers because mm. that's not something I did before. And that's what I need to stay on top of. As somebody who's dealt with depression in the past, you know, dealt emotional eating, I need to stop myself before I actually eat if it's not a meal that I have planned. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, I, I love this philosophy in general because I think people are so, so focused on, okay, I can't eat when I'm hungry. But the idea of someone who wants to lose weight, like if, if they understand the actual fact that you don't have to be hungry, like you can eat when you're hungry, but only when you're hungry, it changes the entire dynamic of a quote unquote diet. Like it changes the entire dynamic of setting guidelines and sticking to these rules for eating because it's not as difficult as it could be. Like it's, it's a lot easier than most people make it. Yes. So that's... Definitely. That's awesome. So do you mind talking a little bit about your brand for the love of eating? For the love of eating. <laughs> well, uh, the name of the company, you know, it's kind of explains it all for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I honestly, I go so hard at the gym because I love to eat. I do mm -hmm. love to eat. I got myself into trouble because I love to eat. So, but I've actually learned to love eating healthy foods. Um, I discovered them on my own, basically. Um, I, I, I'm actually a very good cook. So even with the healthy meal, I will make, and it will be absolutely delicious. Um, not to, you know, to my own horn here, but I'm a good cook. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I will be putting out uh, an ebook with recipes. So look out for that. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, it's a company that I decided to start for myself, um, online coaching for, um, I, I just want to teach people that you can be healthy and still eat what you like you know for i have that 80 20 mentality 80 percent healthy food 20 percent indulgence mm -hmm. um you don't have to eat everything not everything has to be a salad that's what everyone thinks for some reason that in order to um be um losing weight and be healthy that they all they eat is salads and uh, i have a couple of clients right now that i'm working with that every day they're like, oh, so what time should I eat my salad? <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't have to eat a salad. Really, you don't. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they're hilarious, but uh, they're doing well. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, it's, um, I, flexible dieting for me has been my savior because it has kept me sane. Um, I, when I changed my lifestyle, I went 100% healthy. And I actually ended up, you know, like avoiding family events because I didn't want to cheat on my diet. Mm. You know, I ended up avoiding uh, like going to the movies or with my friends or anything of that sort because I didn't want to eat the popcorn or, you know, get some, eat or drink something that I shouldn't. And I ended up missing out on a lot of things in my, in my life because I went to the extreme other end from unhealthy eating to mm. you know restricting myself completely and I was miserable too so that the first year was a struggle for me and uh, I think that's why I, I hit that wall and when I started working with that second um, online coach it made a difference for me 
because uh, he opened up my eyes to other things, you know, that I, I could have this, I could have that. Um, so um, for me, it was life-changing to know that I could still have some indulgence mm. and stay on track. And that's what I'm trying to teach with my company. That mm. flexible diet, dieting is definitely sustainable for most, especially if you have a sweet tooth like me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I totally love it. Um, so, so making that decision, um, since you changed the way you live with just 100% healthy living, um, can you kind of share what you think your top three changes were? Like, what are the three things since you made that change that have had the most impact on you? Well, first of all, I have more of a social life now because mm. I'm not afraid to, you know, oh, I'm going to overeat or, you know, uh, I'm not going to um, stay on track. So I, I'm not afraid to have a life, you know, uh, being, uh, having goals doesn't mean you don't get to have a life. Mm -hmm. So that's uh that that's the big the biggest thing for me. Um uh, another one is I get to teach people this. So that's a big deal for me because I I feel that this is something that people don't really understand. And you don't have to restrict yourself completely to actually hit your goals. And like I said, I, I've been doing a lot better this past year than I have before. So I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. And I, I love just like you're you're about what two two years in, three years in now? Almost and three. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. And it's just you're you're just building so much momentum. Like I'm so excited for these next few years for you. It's crazy. Thank you. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be excited. awesome. Yes. Definitely. Um, so for the people interested in finding you, where can they do so? I am on Instagram. I have my personal account where they can follow my journey if they want to at awesome BV, or they can go to my uh, other page, which is the, the, the business, uh, for the love of eating underscore. And I'm, I'm also on Facebook. Um, they can just look me up also Brenda Valenzuela. Awesome. And I really recommend everyone does that because it's, it's great waking up and seeing you're at the gym at like three or four a.m. every single morning it's amazing yeah, it's, I'm, I'm crazy <laughs> I know people think I'm crazy we're going that early but I still have a full-time job right now but that's only going to be for the next two to three weeks and then I already gave them my resignation so awesome. I will be giving 100% to my business after this congrats so, that's a huge you. step that's great yes I'm taking a big risk but I know that I it's worth it you know I know that I can help a lot of people and um, I just want to do that. I want to help as many people as I can. And that's the mindset that's going to take you to the top for sure. Thank you. Definitely. Yes. Um, so as you are a, definitely a listener to the podcast, you know this next session. It's called My Current Obsession. And yes. basically I want to know, is there something right now that you're super obsessed with, whether it is a food, a person, a place, just anything that you have a weird obsession with right now? Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 I, I'm obsessed with a lot of things, unfortunately. <laughs> I am. Um, you can give me I, a couple. Uh, <laughs> I think that um, knowledge has always been my obsession. Mm. 
and like I said, I'm a big book nerd, so I'm a, I'm a bookworm, um, and I have this book right now that I'm reading um, that, um, sure, um, many people have read it, but I just got into it in this, the last couple of years, a couple of months, sorry, uh, from um, Don Miguel uh, Ruiz, uh, Mastery of Self, mm-hmm. his series, to me is so amazing. I've learned so much from his series uh, about, you know, um, just looking his inward because of the way you were raised or your environment. That's, it, it hits home for me, especially because he understands the Hispanic and, you know, like the culture. And I, my culture um, was definitely very influential on my behavior, my personality, my character and my eating habits you know so i'm i'm starting to learn how to shed these things that like he calls it domesticated me Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i can break through all of that and become my own person and i'm slowly letting go of all of that and just being brenda which is awesome yeah definitely very awesome so do you have a final message for the people listening Final message, I would say find what you love and do everything possible to get it and work mm-hmm. very hard to do it. That's, that's like the best message I can give anybody. Like I know there's uh, so many people out there that um, they're just kind of coasting through life, you know, paying bills, you know, they're just um, surviving versus, versus living. And my biggest message is definitely my biggest advice is for them to find something that they love mm-hmm. and work on doing that every day. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Brenda. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Before we wrap it up, I do have a few things that I want to go over. Number one, if this episode provided you with any value that you can use to improve your life, All I ask is that you head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. It will take a minute or two and it will help the show get ranked higher, which means more listeners, which means more people to get my message out to. So if you go over to iTunes and do that, it would mean the world to me. Next, if you are an entrepreneur or just anyone who values their time and you want to drastically improve your productivity, reduce your stress, and even increase your happiness, there should be a link in the show notes to apply for a free one-on-one call with myself. I would love to talk about how creating morning, daytime, and nighttime routines can all lead to an increase in your success. Thirdly, if you find that you're starting your day by pressing the snooze button, make sure you check the show notes for the link to grab your free copy of the Snooze Stopper. Now, all you have to do is pay shipping and handling for this workbook, but in this workbook, I share exactly why pressing the snooze button is leaving you more tired, why it's hurting your mindset, and even affecting your confidence. So if you press snooze right now, if you are late all the time because you press snooze, or maybe you just want to improve your life in some way, make sure you check the link out for that as well. And finally, if you are interested in supporting the show in another way, I do have a patron page. Patron is a system that allows listeners to support creators by pledging a certain amount of money per month. It can be as low as a dollar, and everything helps me make this a better show. When you pledge, there are certain reward levels, each that come with certain perks for you. So if you're interested in supporting the Early Risers podcast, you can check the show notes for that link as well. With all that being said, guys and girls, I appreciate you. Keep killing it as always, and I'll talk to you next time.
check our email info at earlyrisersmovement.com or you can head to our website earlyrisersmovement.com and you will see everything you need to know there. You can apply for a free phone call and we can talk about how I can help you. So with that being said, everybody, like I said, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time.